Hello, I am Philip Kennedy. Thank you for downloading this podcast of the NYU Abu Dhabi Institute. We hope you enjoy listening to this. For more information about our programs, please visit www.nyuad.nyu.edu slash institute. Good evening, um, esteemed guests. Good evening. It is an absolute pleasure to be here uh, today with you in conversation with Her Excellency Noura Al-Kabi. Um, it's a particular pleasure to be participating um, in the anniversary of the Institute's work. Um, ten years of um, systematic and continuous engagement on very important issues, both with members of our community at NYU Abu Dhabi, but also with the broader public. Um, I'd like to thank Philip Kennedy and in particular also Nahid, uh, who has really taken a, a leadership role in kind of really thinking about the kind of... Um, the kind of spaces for conversations about issues both um, academic and deep, but also relevant and broad that we can have across different communities um, that we care about. Um, and so with that, I want to say that the first time I met Her Excellency Noura <laughs> many, many years ago uh, was when she was still at 2454. So we heard about her illustrious um, uh, career uh, over the span of uh, the last, like, 10, 10 years. 15 years. Yeah, I was at the time at the Dubai School of Government, and I had invited her to come speak to um, students uh, from Zaid University and HCT, along with some other people, including uh, Rajal Gurg and Bismillah Amir, I think you might recall that. Um, so she is now their president, <laughs> uh, which uh, they are very, very lucky to have. Um, and... Uh, I guess um, building on those kind of continuities, I'd also like us to maybe engage in a kind of conversation which also has some departures, or perhaps we're going to explore new areas and new interests together. Um, and so what I'd like to do uh, is uh, introduce a kind of dialogic approach. Uh, so rather than just simply asking questions, answering, hopefully we're going to have something that's a little bit more of a fluid conversation, and then um, have it also a little bit with you. Um, uh, I am really interested in also going beyond some of the formal definitions of um, what Her Excellency has done, um, both in terms of her personal life. So I think we're going to get to hear a little bit about who Noura is as a person, um, uh, as well as what she's been doing as the Minister uh, of Culture and Knowledge Development. Uh, finally, uh, just because I can't escape the um, social science critical perspectives uh, that we bring to these conversations. I'd like to draw on uh, some sociological, anthropological, and cultural studies, um, uh, mainly through conversations with faculty at NYU Abu Dhabi um, that I've had, uh, to kind of maybe help us open up some really interesting questions around cultural policy in the UAE. We will have time for Q&A, so um, I'm hoping about 20 minutes or so, and so we'll see how this conversation goes. So... Um, no, I do have a clicker. Okay. I hope it works. So tell us about this picture. Okay, so I'm the one with more hair. <laughs> um, that's my father. Uh, uh, I remember, I mean, I, 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 it's, it's kind of a vivid memory when it comes to especially our summer holidays. Um, my father used to work uh, in the military. Uh, my mother used to be a principal of a school. 
And of course, uh, when we travel, it's, you know, we just, it started, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's part of their savings every summer. Uh, yet, uh, such saving is, is a precious month with my parents, um, whether it's in Paris or it's in, it's mostly Paris and London. I think they, that was their favorite destinations. So, so that is, next to me is my sister, uh, who's, um, who we, we tend to look like twins now. Uh, she's younger, she's one year younger than me. Um, and I like that we look twins because they think sometimes she's older than me. <laughs> so, uh, it's, so such pictures is just, it reminds me of how, how my, my family sacrificed, you mm. know, because it's not easy to get, you know, to spend all of your savings in just one month, mm. you know. Uh, yet they, that saving because of they wanted to bond with us, it's uh, explore, wanted- explore different culture, explore a different world. And, and, and I think uh, this is when you grow and you tend to understand life, mm. you, you appreciate it. That's great. Thank you. And so in your um, travels abroad um, with your family and with your sister, sort of um, getting um, exposed to a variety of new things, you also came back yeah. um, and grew up a little bit more. Can yeah. you tell us about this picture? <laughs> yes, this is, this, is in, this is in our home. We every. Uh, I mean, back then, uh, playing is playing outdoors. It's either you have a, you have your your games, your your bicycle. I, I still remember my BMX. If anyone owned a BMX, it used to be a beautiful yellow BMX. And Doctor Fatima, hers was a yellow. We so so it was. We we fought a lot, and yeah, it was. Sometimes it gets ugly. Uh, yeah, yet that that was kind of a competition between us. Um, I'm, I'm proud of her. She's a hematologist. She works at Khalifa Hospital. She's the smarter version of me. Um, uh, so, so this is this is a picture. We were so happy. We were playing. You know, it's like uh, you know, we're the police and we're in power. And it's um, it's again, it's 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 simplicity. It's it's outdoors. It's it's how sometimes. Um, I mean. Those days, it's, um, you know, how simple things matter. Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes it's especially during play, yeah. right, that yeah. we discover ourselves. Absolutely. And we also discover how to negotiate really well. True. Um, and from there, we move on to... Yeah, that's fast forward, fast forward. That's, uh, that's my niece, um, Sarah. Uh, she's the first child uh, in, in, in our house, so course grandchild uh, yeah grandchild yeah and um and of course the first is always special she she has tremendous attention from all of us from the grandparents from from all of i mean um, we're four we're four girls and, and two boys and she's the daughter of my brother so uh so with sarah i think it's uh it's uh it's 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 kind of uh, also you know understanding how you know as a, especially as a, as a, as a woman you know it's a, this this feeling of uh, 
of even if I'm not a mother, that motherhood is important and motherhood is beautiful. Uh, so each one of us have kind of an influence on Sarah. I feel that I pushed Sarah to go to nursery very, very quickly. And, you know, Sarah, you know, try to play the piano. Do you like painting? What, I mean, it's just trying to make sure that you know we're infusing we're, art and exactly, culture exactly. And, and, and Sarah, way. and she's a she's a great uh, artist. I mean, she, I mean, of course, I'm too biased mm-hmm. with Sarah. Uh, for her age, she's she just turned seven. Oh, blast. That's great. So, uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a uh, special one. When I was doing some um, prep and research uh, to put this, uh, talk, to put our talking points together, um, I found her on your Instagram account. Yes. So one of the interesting things uh, about Her Excellency's practice is she actually is super active on social media, um, mainly for professional reasons, but you will see Sara intermittently appearing in very interesting ways um, among all the, um, all the um, uh, interesting events uh, at, at, that are supported by the ministry. Um, I'd like to kind of move from here uh, to a picture that kind of moves us to your first experience at 2454. Yeah. Which one is Okay, um, because uh, you know, trying. Yes, that's Sorry, the creative yeah, lab. We have that's a, the creative a screen, lab. Yes, yes, that's the creative lab. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So two four two four. Uh, I've been there since inception. Uh, I remember. Uh, so before two four two, I was working in the energy sector, and the two four two was the door to creative sector, to the creative sector. And I remember. So I was employee number one. Uh, and we were incubated uh, in, in, in one of the offices of the Executive Affairs Authority, which is the same building where Mubadala is in Mamura. Um, and uh, so with one piece of paper with the resolution of the media authority uh, and with a group of 30 uh, wonderful individuals, we started uh, the dream. We started of how would a creative a media sector would look like in Abu Dhabi mm. and how will it be different and by the way you're totally speaking to the right audience yeah. we have a whole bunch of entrepreneurs <laughs> who started this institution from scratch in probably ways that are very similar to that yeah, so. and, and, and for us it's uh, it, it look I mean when we started in 2007 we weren't ready yet to uh, announce 2454 mm. uh, we said okay let's wait for a year let's just decide what is what we're going to call it, what, I mean, what will differentiate that creative sector from other sectors or many media, you know, cities across the UAE. So we said, well, let's focus on content and how can we enable more content creation and production happening in 2454, whether it's local or international. This is number one. Secondly, is the creative lab. This is where the youth uh, programs, workshops, funding certain short films, animation, games, and that was your first experience to kind of dive into the creative industry. Exactly. And, and, and do it, I mean, I mean, the creative lab is what I call it, and I still call it, is the pulse of 2454. Mm. As you will see mostly parents as well attending and trying to understand why their kids want to do filmmaking. Mm. Why are they very interested in, in app development? You know, I would rather my kid goes to a certain oil company or work in the bank. The safe or, options. Or the safe options. So, so for us, we were also sitting with parents and talking to them and mm-hmm. say, okay, you know what? It's This is also a sector, uh, like other sectors. Of course, it won't be as much as um, mm. uh, from a money-making business as the other sector. Yet, when there's passion, we need to also uh, invest in that. Mm. 
Great. And mm-hmm. actually, after that, you were appointed to the Federal National Council, yeah. right? Which is the sort of like highest consultative body here in the UAE. Um, how different was that experience from you um, from being at 2454? Okay, so there were two stages. Uh, stage number one, I was appointed to be a member of the Federal National Council. Mm-hmm. Um, I was representing the Emirate of Abu Dhabi um, and I was working basically so so I was working for four years and then I was reappointed again um, and during my appointment I got the appointment to be the minister of uh, the Federal National Council uh, Affairs so basically was just changing my seat from being uh, a member to um, representing the government mm. uh, totally to a different seat um, uh, yet that experience of being a member at the Federal National Council and also being a minister for the, the affairs of the Federal National Council uh, helped me to understand um, more of this federal structure, mm. uh, how legislation happens, how drafts pass by the FNC, how we sit in committee meetings. I mean, most of the work happens in committees. Mm. I mean, during the session, it's, uh, uh, it's more of a, you know, uh, trying to uh, uh, you know get get the drafts done or ask uh, ministers questions or discuss a, a topic uh, uh, that the, the, the that the federal national council is is, is very much um, interested to know about or to enhance or to develop. Yet from there, I understood um, how you know policy making is how mm. how we you know how how ministers or ministries work how how different also uh, communities, um, how, all, how different communities have different priorities. Right, yes. So my priority in Abu Dhabi is totally different than the priority of, of my colleague, Abbas Al-Khayma or of Bijera. Uh, and that, uh, that by itself also exposed me to uh, widen my horizon and to understand what will serve my country better. It's not just my lens in one so city. So having a bird's eye view sort of of how things work. Absolutely. And how, how change can potentially happen. Um, that's excellent. Um, and so in a way you sort of bring, um, a, uh, knowledge of the creative industry through to 454, but you also have a really interesting perspective on sort of like legislation within the UAE and thinking with a federal lens to the work of the ministry today. Um, and I just wanted to, um, have this last picture, uh, just as we sort of get to know you as a person, um, tell us about this event. Yes, this is we're reading to kids at Khalifa Hospital, mm. um, and I guess that was uh, the reading day, March reading month, reading day. It's a reading month, um, and we chose to go to kids and and just read a story and 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 choose a story that will, you know, that has certain, that has a story that has certain values. But the most important thing is, even even if I mean the kids don't know who Nora is. You know, they, it's, uh, you know, it's just someone with pink glasses, to, you know, reading. You, you reading do the, have a fantastic collection yeah, of glasses. Yeah, and I had, to, I had to pick the pink one for that day. But it's just, um, it's fulfilling for, for you know, it's, it's, it's a fulfilling kind of a um, practice to do. It's, it's also encouraging them, if, you know, to read. It's encouraging them that stories are beautiful. It's, you know, it's good for your imaginations. And, you know, their kids are spending most of their day in the hospital. So, you know, the least we can do is just spend an hour. Um, I mean, they were, they were happy. They seemed happy. Their parents were happier because they felt that, you know, there's, you know, there's also 
um, you know, individuals from the government that visits our kids right. and reads for them and, and also encourage them to, you so know, is your, to invest in their time. So is your engagement with the community um, uh, a, a, an important part of the work that you do at the ministry today? It has to, yes. It has to be. That's great. Okay. So I think, um, you know, kind of as we sort of just set the stage for uh, moving towards uh, taking a deeper look at what you're actually doing, uh, some of these images are really meant to kind of just illustrate the fact that, um, you know, you have a very interesting moment, I think, in the, the uh, history of the UAE today. Um, some very interesting uh, opportunities that are to be had. And I think with a particular kind of generation, um, young, <laughs> very uh, um, sort of digitally savvy, but also um, really willing to learn, right, and move in kind of different places um, uh, um, uh, whether it's like industry specific or it's thinking about the kind of cross-cutting um, uh, issues relating to like legislation and change. Uh, we're dealing with um, a really young person uh, with a whole host of um, very rich experiences uh, mm. that they bring uh, mm. with them. And so with that, I just wanted to say that, um, you know, I think um, my question uh, to you at the beginning is, uh, really, maybe can, you can share with us how you define um, cultural policy, uh, just for you know uh, people who are not particularly familiar with um, the uh, the term. Um, and um, I'd love to just maybe get a highlight of some of the things that you think were the most important that you've done at the ministry so far. Sure. So we've been working now at the. I mean, with my uh, and I mean, my, my appointment to the ministry, it's it's we completed one year. And we've been diagnosing. So let's just go back, you know, one step back. We diagnosed what's going on, the ministry's work, the structure, the cultural sector, uh, and trying to understand also um, uh, what, what has been done before uh, uh, our work at the ministry. Uh, we basically uh, wanted to make sure that there is a continuity to the work at the ministry. Yet uh, again, at the same time, as you mentioned, uh, May, there's you know there's the future. You know there's the, you know uh, uh, the future of, of of certain industry and how do you um, how do you consider this how do you consider it? I mean, how do you define such sector? And by saying how do you define the cultural sector is also spreading an awareness that culture and creative creativity is a sector. We are living in a country that looked into different sectors uh, and also emphasized in different sectors, whether it's in science, whether it's in education, whether it's, 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 um, you know, it's manufacturing. Yet creative and cultural sector is also a very important kind of, an, of a term and what trickles beneath it is, is, is something that we need to work towards it. How to work towards this also with having the right policies that will enable that sector. What are the legislations that I am missing as a ministry and from a federal perspective that will help enable and elevate the cultural sector when it comes to the sector itself, uh, the production of the creative uh, industry, or the talents that are part and the core of the creative, uh, the cultural and creative industry, and how to measure that. So, so by that is also... Uh, we're working in it with, a, with a new structure for the ministry. We're very excited about it. So you're restructuring it? We're restructuring the ministry, yes. 
Um, well, uh, I was supposed also to mention uh, other uh, um, initiatives, but uh, we were supposed to have a certain meeting. It didn't happen, so I'm not going to announce them yet. Uh, I, I, it's so, so yeah, so I'm <laughs> no just going to be generic <laughs> and, and talk about, about it in a, from, a, from a level of how can, basically, we define this roadmap. Again, at the same time, we look at um, more than 20 years ago when the Ministry of Culture was in the UAE, we didn't have strong uh, local entities that look in culture and, and tourism. Right now, you're, you're having the investments in Abu Dhabi at the Department of Culture and Tourism, the Louvre Abu Dhabi, the Abu Dhabi Art Fair, the Book Fairs, you're having the Dubai Culture, you're having the Sharjah Bin Ali, you're having the Fujairah Art Performance Center and the Sharjah Art Performance Center. You're having Ras Al Khaimah wants, wants to look into uh, uh, more of uh, uh, filmmaking and how can we support that. So each community and each emirate are working. There is this local uh, uh, entity that is helping shape the culture sector and it's also there's a niche with with each location uh, so so for us with this diagnosis we want to see where are the gaps what can we fill where are the strengths and how can the ministry not just uh, provide a policy and elevate uh, the the sector yet importantly how to take it to the next level when it comes to the region and it comes to international as well so we're in that process. We have strong partners in the UAE. We're going to work with those strong partners. And we need also to focus on our talents, but how to nurture the talents from a, from a young age. Okay. And what is the relationship between um, uh, sort of like cultural policy and knowledge development? Because that's the other part yeah. of, of what your ministry does. Okay. So... Um, we get many uh, questions like, so, I mean, what is knowledge development? So our job is not to develop the knowledge of, of everyone. I mean, just to make it clear, it's, it's, a, it's a common responsibility uh, in terms of developing the knowledge uh, in whatever sector we're working on. Our job at the ministry, we're developing the knowledge when it comes to the cultural policies that we're going to work on, the researches that we're going to work on, whether they are researches that are done by the ministry itself or by educational institutions like NYU Abu Dhabi or Zayed University. So, so how we look into such um, knowledge department when it comes to the research and when it comes to the policy. And the next uh, layer is the, the creative output. It's the talents. It's, uh, it's how, um, and, 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 and I'll just give a very quick, uh, a very quick example. So um, in a few days, we're going to Paris. We're having, in partnership with D3, we have... Uh, we have a great the Dubai, Dubai Design District. Dubai Design District. Yeah. So we have great Emirati uh, designers. Um, they did some work in design that is inspired by their tradition. They exhibited in London Design Festival, and now it's going to Paris. So what we're doing is we're showcasing their work, their designs, and again at the same time, it's the talent that we are presenting. It's it's not it's not marketing the Ministry of Culture. Our job shouldn't be, this what the Ministry of Culture did. This should be what kind of talents we have in the UAE. And how are they, uh, how are they it's not just how they're exhibiting their work, but how are, what level of, of work they're doing. Uh, so we're doing that uh, uh, in a way also to develop the knowledge of, uh, of, of audience who are outside of the UAE. 
So, um, uh, so, so for them to understand a certain kind of weaving or a certain scent or whatever it is, but the moment you the output is modern and designed in a different way, that uh, that journey of a story or, or will help in terms of developing the knowledge of our audience, whether they're in the UAE or outside the UAE. Another example, May, is um, as during Inter- uh, Coffee International uh, Day. We uh, we had an initiative of of uh, getting the audience in the UAE to know what is Zaid's coffee, Gahwat Zaid. So the founder, Sheikh Zaid, had sorry. So the founder, Sheikh Zaid, had a, had a certain flavor with his coffee, and uh, my team, my wonderful team, found his his barista. Uh, and he went around uh, coffee, certain coffee locations within the UAE. Unfortunately, he didn't complete the journey yet. We wish him uh, uh, good health. Uh, so he was explaining his experience while serving Sheikh Zayed's coffee and what Sheikh Zayed likes in his coffee. Uh, and that was also with national uh, coffee shops. So we got our audience, Emiratis, non-Emiratis, in the year of Zayed, knowing uh, Zayed's coffee during International Coffee Day, which is a registered non-tangible heritage in the UNESCO. So you're just, you know, you're checking many boxes in, 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 a, in a way that also will develop knowledge and, and, and awareness uh, amongst the people. Really, uh, thank you so much for that last example. So in, in many ways, you're kind of uh, really telling us about the uh, very dynamic way in which you're thinking about how culture and knowledge gets produced here in dialogue with other locations, but also sort of feeding back to fostering new conversations or ideas about what this place is. Um, so, um, so really, thank you very much for that. And in fact, uh, one of the things that I um, uh, had been doing, uh, you know, kind of in uh, preparation for this talk was um, speaking to um, a number of people at NYU Abu Dhabi who are very much interested in, um, you know, doing this exact kind of thing with you. Um, or who we're looking have, for interns. Hey, he's been. <laughs> yeah. uh, you hear that, everyone? <laughs> if you, you're yeah, interested please. in an internship, um, you know where to go. Um, and uh, I think, um, in addition to kind of um, student involvement in these activities, um, but there are uh, some super interesting areas uh, that you have actually been involved in yourself, either because you've attended, um, uh, you know, uh, events, and we'll hear about that uh, perhaps in a little bit. Um, or I remember when I was at your office and uh, I, w- I had mentioned, uh, but we cannot see them, which was this fantastic exhibition uh, that was at the NYU Abu Dhabi Art Gallery that Maya Allison and Ala Idris, who is here, um, curated, uh, telling a super interesting story about uh, essentially the um, uh, history of the kind of communities that existed in the UAE and that they are not just happening now and simply because, oh, we have this like, you know, a uh, new interest in, in, you know, art and culture, but really that, that, that um, uh, there were friendships that cut across all sorts of, um, uh, um, let's say, um, boundaries uh, that really created a very interesting um, um, climate and ecosystem uh, for um, producing art. Um, and when I was at your office and I had mentioned this to you, you said, yep, I have the book. It's sitting right here. Right on your bookshelf, um, and so in some ways, um, I hear you uh, as you describe kind of what the ministry is trying to do, uh, thinking about the various ways in which culture and also knowledge development go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, and um, 
one of the things that um, uh, you know we would love to hear about here is sort of what your view is on these potential collaborations going forward. Uh, so we have a couple of um, uh, you know uh, uh, experiences that I think can be shared around this, but we'd love to hear from you about. A place like NYU Abu Dhabi, it's a global institution, but it's based in the UAE. It's doing the same kind of interesting thing with these dialogues. Uh, how do you see this going forward? Um, excellent question. So, um, first of all, thank you for, for the book. Uh, thank you, NYU Abu Dhabi. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, um, I mean, as you said, May, we've been, you know, getting many questions. So when did the art move? Who are the artists? Did they start in the 60s, the 70s? Who are they? Were there uh, any censorship? Uh, how were they able to do this and that? And, you, know, you get all of those questions, yeah. and, and 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 I and and they're all valid questions. Uh, I mean, but let's if we go back and 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 look at the pioneers. Let's say when it comes to the art, one of the so Hassan Sharif is one, Mohammed Kadhim, Najum Al Ghanim. You know, they they were all kind of a, a, a certain group who came from a certain school. Abdul uh, Qadir Al Rais, who uh, started in the, the the late sixties, and he has his now his first solo exhibition in Paris, uh, and 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 you feel that okay th- there has been uh, uh, there has been this kind of move- movement and and stories across the UAE it wasn't easy for them and um, and and this is you know hearing it from 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 such individuals and you know and 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 knowing that you know they they tried their best to to uh, to showcase yet there was there's not that much of galleries and exhibitions in the UAE uh, you know, we didn't have a, the Universal Museum yet. It's so, so they've done that while there were no that much of of a, of a platform of, or or a roadmap to help them to nurture their talents and take it to the next level. Yet, um, it's 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 wonderful that they inspired many. They uh, they inspired others, whether they're from the UAE, other talents, or other artists from the UAE or outside the UAE. And now, when it comes also to uh, to seeing, you know, individuals like Abdul Qadir Rais, and I'll just give you a very simple example. I mean, in the eighties, Abdul Qadir Rais was, you know, doing his paintings and traveling around the UAE and meeting some individuals to help with, you know, with with even the art purchase. You know, there were no galleries to help also get his his art uh, to be sold. And you know, there are individuals who are unfortunately unknown, but they did help with that kind of push because they bought the art. They believed in the art. They were like, no, I'm going to get this and that. No, they, 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 they were like buying everything just to support the artists so, because they believed in the artists. Um, I hope one day we're going to be able to uh, announce those uh, wonderful individuals. Now, now, looking at our partnerships with, with NYU, when it, com- when it comes to uh, uh, Bill Bargain, when it comes to uh, uh, Maya Allison, when it comes to Salwa Muqdadi, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, you, I mean, there's those wonderful people who've been supporting us uh, and, and, and collaborating with us in, in the programs, whether it's in the Art Center, whether it's recently with Bill and his, with the theater uh, uh, experience, uh, we got, uh, we have our group of uh, talented uh, uh, theater group who who, who also um, uh, practiced and participated, and with such partnership, they they loved it. We thought, they how would our of- traditional you know theater uh, uh, talents would would uh, would take the Gatsby uh, company training? Will will they like it? Will they feel that it's you know it's um, 
it's something that is maybe too advanced, or not too advanced, too, too liberal, I don't know. But they enjoyed it. Uh, and and we're happy for that, and and I think we're looking for for more for more uh, to do with 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 NYU Abu Dhabi. The final example is recently uh, a week ago. I went to the Northern Emirates, um, and and uh, I'm happy we're also carrying on with with a different kind of partnership. So I went to the Northern Emirates. We have many theaters. We have seven centers across the UAE. Uh, our job is also to activate those centers, um, and you know the individuals who work in the centers are like you know what we want to travel and check theaters, equipment, uh, lightning, what are the best uh, way to, to handle, you know, the technician, you know, the, the technicalities behind the theater. And they thought they had to travel to do so. I said, no, you don't need to travel. We'll just go to Abu Dhabi. We have a wonderful facilities in NYU Abu Dhabi. You're going to meet with the team. They're going to help you. They're going to show you around. And this is what's going to happen soon with the, also the support of NYU Abu Dhabi. So such partnerships truly enrich the cultural scene because... We have a saying, you know, uh, uh, one, hand, hand, one hand doesn't, uh, doesn't clap. So, so I, I feel this is what we should do as individuals who work in the cultural scene in the UAE. We will enrich it by collaborating and working together. That's fantastic. And um, we'll have a chance also during the Q&A to actually hear specifically uh, from uh, the people that you mentioned, um, you know, thinking about what are the ways in which we hope to be able to contribute uh, to the work of the ministry as well. I had one more question kind of in relation to uh, the work of the ministry. This is really um, a, a question that kind of ties um, the Ministry of Culture and Knowledge Development to kind of other policy agendas in the UAE. So mm. nationalization, for example, mm. uh, and employment, the challenges of employment is one of the, the key things that sort of like permeate a whole uh, um, uh, number of, of areas here. Um, and what's interesting about your industry is it sort of potentially moves us away from thinking about employment the way it used to be, right? So like, oh, how do we get people to move from public sector employment to the private sector? And so the, this notion of like, you have to just kind of try to get people to shift their attention from yeah. here to there. But what's interesting about the creative industry is, of course, that um, it's much closer to the comfort zone of millennials. You know, it's, uh, it is, yeah. you can kind of do a little bit of this, you do a little bit of that, you uh, work around different things. And it's really about, your brand. It's about what you're able to say you do, uh, but a little bit on your own terms. Mm. And so I wondered whether you could tell us a little bit about um, whether the kind of work of the um, ministry is getting at some of those employment challenges in different ways, uh, what your experience has been with that. Sure. So um, I had uh, my colleague Ruba uh, once in my office saying, what's going on with the millennials? They you know, we, we need to hire young people, but they want to—they don't want to work from nine to five. <laughs> so I said, "Are we going to be the, the last generation in the office?" Uh, and she said, "They don't want to work from nine to five. They want to work two days a week. They're happy with the NYU graduates." <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> okay, they want to work two days a week, um, and you know, they don't want to be uh, uh, conformed to one one place. I said, okay, uh, and it's, it's interesting because, okay, so, so uh, it's, it's, it's very interesting and, and I think it's, it's a, it, you know, we, we need to have a, you know, a specific research when it comes to the future of jobs uh, um, because the question is, are we equipped with such way of handling a job with, you know, I'm, I just want to work from this time to, to this time. I'm, I'm not ready yet. Because 
uh, is it is it they want to is it is it that you know what I am the boss of myself or is it um you know I'm not yet ready um you know I would rather explore a bit you know it, it's fine but it's also how can we be flexible around this and how can we also make sure that we tap into the best talents and it's fine if they want to work two days a week or one day a week and they want to work remotely uh, so so I, I believe that uh, you know it's. Um, it's going to be interesting and exciting, but going back to your also point with unemployment, uh, is is what are the different offers uh, that are not necessarily uh, that kind of a full time job, sure. uh, 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 and for us as entities, and I think this is also I do sit at the educational council. We I mean uh, with and we sit with the minister of employment and nationalisation. We we sit with the minister of. Uh, uh, community development, uh, you know, the different ministers of education headed by Sheikh Abdullah Bazaid. Uh, and we, you know, we, we, we try our best to understand, okay, what is next? What are the future skills? And we always ask this question is, I mean, in whatever your, your degree is and the moment you graduate, because we, we really don't know in 10 years how, how, how our, I mean, how life will be. Or what the how, world will look what like. What the world would be. But it's like, what are the essential skills? that you will have and you will own and you will be equipped with and you'll be able to do anything. And I think that is really important for us. The best thing when it comes to creativity is we know it's going up the, up the chain and up the ladder. We know that emotional intelligence, creative thinking, critical thinking, creativity, innovation is something that I hope robots or artificial intelligence won't be, I mean, more emotional than us and more, more wiser than us. And I think this is where we, we should, I mean, start to influence it as, instead of being influenced. Thank you. Um, so I think, um, you know, as kind of we hear about the different ways in which the ministry um, has been, on the one hand, restructuring itself sort of in relation to what it used to be, uh, in relation to um, a whole um, range of opportunities for the UAE at the moment, uh, both um, uh, globally, but also um, in relation to certain kinds of challenges, um, uh, you know, in the country itself. Uh, can we take a, a moment to kind of think a little bit about, um, you know, what these um, global collaborations uh, have meant uh, for the ministry? So, um, you know, one of the uh, sort of like most uh, um, uh, uh, iconic buildings of Saadiyat uh, is the Louvre. Um, and uh, there are a number of uh, uh, classes that are now structured around interesting things to do with the Louvre, uh, dissecting uh, the museum itself, its relationship to uh, the broader community, um, how what it kind of signals in yeah. terms of in terms of the UAE. Yeah. Um, but uh, there was a you know there's been a lot of kind of talk about this notion of like oh, is this simply an import model? You know, you get something that seems to have worked somewhere else and we bring it here and somehow, boom, you have culture. Um, yeah. So it's a bit of a cliche, but I would love for you to speak about that a little bit. Um, yes. So, I mean, we could have also asked this question with having NYU Abu Dhabi, you know. And for me, I think having NYU Abu Dhabi did do help immensely in many ways when it comes to the graduates, when it comes to the talents, the skills, the faculty that we have, the partnership that we're having in the ministry with also the Arts Center and, and, and the wonderful team. And I, and I think that kind of, uh, and how it's, it's become tailored to how uh, it will improve, uh, you know, the outcome 
what, whatever the outcome is. Going to the museum. Uh, the museum, yes, it's the Louvre Abu Dhabi. There's the Louvre, there's the Louvre Paris. Yet, what I'm proud of, it's the, it's, it's the first ever universal museum that is curated in such a, also a universal language uh, that shows humanity and, and history in a total different way that unprecedented and not, never done before. I grew up in Abu Dhabi. I never had the chance to go to the Louvre. Uh, because I didn't have a mu- we didn't have a museum yet. When we traveled, I mean, my parents took us to the Louvre. They took us to the British Museum, um, and yeah, it, 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 you know, it really helps the way we, we you know, uh, we look into things and structure the way we look at different uh, cultures and treat different cultures and respect different cultures. The Louvre Abu Dhabi is is a is it is a is another project that definitely will enrich the cultural scene. Uh, it will add into the knowledge. It will develop the knowledge when it comes to uh, you know the history of the Louvre. Uh, the collection is different. The partnership is not just with the Louvre Abu Dhabi, but with ten of different museums in Paris itself. So you're not seeing just project uh, uh, objects from the Louvre uh, Paris. So it's it's more of a from a state to a state partnership. That is uh, helping also with the talents, the getting the next curators uh, from the UAE, with you know, with getting the next uh, uh, guys, with the, the artists, and 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 again, you know, maybe there's a seven years old, maybe Sarah will go say, you know, one day I would want, I would love to have my painting hanged at the Louvre, and inshallah, why, why not? <laughs> if you will continue with doing her art, so it's it's um, it's more of that opportunity, and especially in this region. It's important to have such uh, such hope. Great. Thank you for that optimistic note. And actually, just to continue kind of the conversation around talent and what it means um, to sort of foster talent uh, in the UAE, um, I was wondering whether you could tell us a little bit about um, your kind of perspective on how the UAE can capitalize on the uh, transnational community of artists, producers, mm-hmm. uh, technicians. Uh, I mean, people who are very much a part of the UAE um, and who have been involved in this kind of, um, you know, vibrant and very internationally oriented um, cultural sector. Um, Is there a kind of um, rethinking on the side of the ministry of the kinds of policies that need to be in place in order to allow for this to happen? Sure. So my art teacher was not an Emirati when I was in school. My music teacher wasn't an Emirati even when I was in school. Um, and um, and I was saying earlier today that I I was speaking a different dialect uh, till till before going to high school because most of my friends weren't Emiratis they were from the Levant and from Egypt so then I had to adjust my dialect because in the other school I I mean what kind of dialect are you? I mean they were trying to understand you know the uh, what's going on but it's just it, it was maybe it was a it's, it's kind of a regional language that I used uh, and I feel going back the inception of this country is is what I mean the founder Sheikh Zayed this is what helped it to, to become such a universal place 
uh, and such universal base is not exclusive for us, the Emiratis. Um, uh, and when it comes to the talents and it comes to the culture, I mean, this image, uh, I'll just give you an example, is the, the, the Al-Burda uh, uh, word ceremony. What is Al-Burda? It's a, it's a, it's a competition uh, in Arabic calligraphy and poetry and uh, classical uh, poetry. And and, uh, and, and, and and this is just something that would, I mean, it's an initiative that has been uh, happening uh, at the ministry for the past 14 years. Not many people know about it, but soon you will be knowing about it until the 14th of November. We're transforming it not just as, as an exclusive ceremony event, but there will be a festival. It will be called the Burda Festival. We have international speakers talking about Islamic heritage, uh, Islamic art, music, uh, uh, architecture. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's also um, that linked to the ceremony, which is calligraphy. So it's really important for us to... Uh, work on that, you know, such conversations are not exclusive to Emiratis or Muslims. No, there's, there's science behind it. There are, you know, uh, 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 people from, 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 from universities, from, from foundations that also worked on preserving and promoting such culture. So, I mean, this is the job of the ministry, how to promote and preserve it uh, uh, and, and, and maintain it. Now, when it comes to uh, different also talents, um, last week uh, we had an event called Youth 101 uh, and uh, I was uh, talking to, and they were basically high school students or first year of university. So I was doing my best. That is a five minutes or six minutes talk because I know the attention span is, 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 is a complete disaster now. It's 10 seconds or anyway. So, so in that, in that event, uh, I mentioned that we're going to have a national orchestra. And that national orchestra is because music is important. Um, you know, you listen to music, you play games. Imagine your game is without music. Imagine you're in the car without music. Imagine you're watching a film without music. So imagine your life without music. It was a headline on the national. <laughs> uh, anyway, it was, we were just talking to kids. And then there were questions. And there was great articles on the nationals talking about how we should work on a proper national orchestra and who we should include and not. And yes, everything was included, but I was happy with the contribution. So thank you, the national. So in that, we are not looking our not looking into only Emirati talents. It will be Emirati and non-Emirati talents starting from a young age. We're going to focus on youth. And I hopefully in five, ten years' time, we're going to have... Uh, uh, wonderful results when it comes to the talents of, of, of such an institution. So we're going to look at the talent policy, uh, May, going back to you. We're going to look into how it's important also to support such talents. And even if they're visiting the UAE, how to make sure we keep them in the UAE to help us enrich the cultural sector scene. Oh, that's really great to hear. I think... Um Definitely one of the things that um, you know, may sound a little technical or administrative uh, can actually be a major obstacle to people you know, being able to kind of um, really be a part of a sustainable uh, process of producing things here. Absolutely. Right? Um, and I think there's you know, ample research which is now showing um, some of it actually being done you know, even uh, by faculty at NYU Abu Dhabi, like Laura Seff has a, a piece um, really kind of looking at notions of belonging, you know, mm -hmm. how people feel that they are from a place. Yeah. Um, uh, even if um, kind of the official sure. labels are, are uh, mismatched. Yeah. Uh, and I guess, can I ask you a question that is almost the flip side of this? <laughs> so on the one hand, it's really great to hear that the um, ministry is um, really thinking very hard about its policies and thinking about the ways of supporting. 
But um, might there also be an argument to think about creating spaces uh, which are not at all governmental? Um, mm. And here I reference the work of Selwa Maqdadi. She shared with me a very interesting piece where she was kind of looking at uh, cultural policy um, across the Arab region. Mm -hmm. uh, and so one of the kind of features or characteristics of the Gulf is that, you know, uh, things like professional associations or non-governmental organizations are not always operating in the same way that they may be in other places. <laughs> so I was wondering whether you could share with us your perspective yeah. on how that works, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, well, I think, I mean, in 10 years' time, uh, I would love to see as much as non-governmental creative institutions taking, I mean, I mean, having the UAE as their base, whether they're institutions or, or societies or, I mean, of course, there will be a process to that, but it's really important to look at the sector as a vibrant sector and a sector that also uh, helps with, of course, what we're doing with the cultural and creative indexes. This is something we're working on is how also it's going to contribute to the GDP. And this also changed the whole kind of conversation when it comes to our stakeholders of how, the, how why the sector is important. Now, when it comes to the, uh, to the, the, the certain uh, forms of, uh, you know, certain groups and societies, where the ministry were looking into what would make them more efficient, more of, more of uh, contributing, more of uh, knowing that there's, there's, they're always including, uh, you know, uh, the fresh talents or the youth, how are there's, you know, they're, they're, they're supporting, let's say, the, the task they're, they're part of. If it's theater talents, if it's music, if it's, you know, this is the publishers, how can we support that? Yet, again, at the same time, how can we also make it, make them active? make them, you know, uh, uh, um, there for the community, uh, make them looking for talents, make them, uh, um, you know, just getting, you know, you know get, it will make our job much easier if, it was, if there was more efficiency. Uh, we're going to work on that. It's not going to be easy because, you know, you, you want to also provide them with freedom. You want to facilitate it for them. They need to be, you know, just, you know, taking off and doing what they're doing, yet we, 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 we really need to update it. You know, there, there has, there, there's supposed to be a major update. And I think we might be able to look into, um, and this is me thinking loudly, uh, look into how can we get different uh, forms of clubs. That is not necessarily, uh, you know, the usual ones, you know, from the youth or from universities. And those clubs and, and, and councils will look into how can they help us to take it to the next level. So maybe we might, you know, there's, uh, you know, I work in the ministry and have many wonderful employees. You know, we have certain employees who've been working in the ministry since the 80s. Mm. Yet, you know, they have this, this vast uh, amount of experience. So you, you, do, you, do have, you do have the past, you want to maintain it, but you also want to make sure that there is a link between them and between and their knowledge and the future again at the same time. Uh, so from an execution perspective, we need to also help in that. Will we, if they were able to do it, it's great. But again, again at the same time, I need to have a parallel youth club uh, that is formed in certain places or universities that will help also uh, take it to a next uh, level. Yeah, that's great. And I think, you know, maybe also with this new position at Zaid University gives you a pulse, you know, for um, 
the kind of um, ways in which young people are organizing today, um, yeah. even informally within the university. Um, and I actually, that was kind of a nice lead into my last question, um, which was really about um, whether you could sort of share with uh, students at NYU Abu Dhabi uh, any advice, uh, you know, in terms of uh, kind of what the opportunities might be in the cultural sector. You've already offered a number of internships, which is fantastic, but also just by way of, of aspirations. And I say this really, um, you know, as somebody who's worked with super, super talented people. So I had a student... Um, I didn't actually supervise this capstone, but she did this beautiful work where she turned interviews with people who live on the Dubai Creek uh, into poetry, but also into visual representation. Yeah. Um, I taught her in my Women in Work in the Gulf course, and she's, you know, incredibly talented. And uh, recently I had a capstone with uh, Mithal Ma'mari, who also um, kind of using um, less of an interdisciplinary approach, but kind of a... Um, Uh, based on interviews with young people in the UAE, really trying to understand sort of like how youth make decisions that impact their lives. And so you have a new generation of people who are doing really interesting things, producing work that I think, you know, um, could potentially open up uh, the kinds of spaces that you had talked about earlier. Uh, But what advice would you give them? Okay, so, um, I I mean, it's... I mean, passion is is crucial. Uh, uh, and especially when it comes to the area of cultural creativity, I mean, you heard what what we intend to do and what we're working on at the ministry, and how we're looking at the sector as the as a creative and cultural sector. Uh, and and there has to be, um, you know, kind of a focus. And again, at the same time, how will this passion also help uh, to you know to to form it in a way that uh, uh, you know that will number one uh, get the talents. Uh, to, to contribute to their culture, to contribute to, to their heritage, to contribute to the to the knowledge the knowledge of of or, or or the research or the work or the books or the plays or the content that we require uh, in the UAE. We, I mean, I mean, the, I mean, we, we need to look at the you know the kind of books and the kind of research we're working on. We need to look at are we documenting uh, our stories. Are we documenting, you know, uh, our music? Are we working in in, in terms of okay, uh, this is the base. This is the this is this is the base in, in in all of let's say the the cultural genres and and how and and let's say the Emirati or the Arabic one, and get people to understand our culture from that perspective. I mean, and, and I think passionate people will, you know, and if the students are, I'm sure they're passionate. It's like, I mean. The, I mean, if they will focus on on that, it will help us in terms of taking it to the next level. And again, um, we're all students here. I mean, I was sitting next to a student uh, yesterday at the Mohammed bin Zayed uh, 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 Council Youth Council, and 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 he was, you know, he's graduating from Zayed University. He was giving me tips about Zayed universities. Uh, you know, he said, you know, you better do this, you better, you better change that, and you know, close whatever. And I said, oh yeah, okay, thank you. And you know, he was, he was, he was so confident. He was, co- and and I liked it. And you know, and I liked it because you know, I'm, we'll never undermine if if the advice or the or comes from a student, and even if they're fresh graduates and they're working with us, and uh, and you know, they're very keen to work. I know they're hard workers. Sometimes we interview. Um, individuals from youth are like you know instead of us ask you know me answering questions just give me the project and see what I'll be doing with it so <laughs> so it's the, the, there is a speed there is there is passion um, an opportunity I mean, just just uh, 
uh, and and get your hand get your hands dirty. You know, don't uh, don't think that you're, you know, don't that it's not your level to do a certain job. It's never that. Um, I mean, for for me sitting here, I mean, I didn't uh, stick into my job description. Oh, I'm not going to do that. It's not in my job description. You know, I would you'd, you wouldn't see me here. Uh, so it's. Uh, it's more of, uh, you know, getting your hand dirty, focus and passion. We want passion in the creative sector. And, and yeah, and again, we'd love to have Shema and... Shema, uh, yeah, Shema and Meta. interning at, uh, at the ministry. Allahumma, they're, they're busy uh, uh, either getting uh, uh, their kind of graduate work done. So Meta is actually at uh, Oxford and Shema is currently working on her project. But I think there are many more people in the audience that would be very interested. Um, so I, I'd really just want to kind of, uh, first of all, uh, since we ended on this very optimistic note of passion, which I think um, uh, is uh, a good one to maybe open up a bit of a conversation with the audience. You've been listening to a download from the NYU Abu Dhabi Institute. You'll find more information on our website, www.nyuad.nyu.edu. Institute.